Hey, 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 Nicole here with 360 Wisdom Speaks, and we are at Potapalooza. So that means that we have another special edition. And today, my guest is Yvonne. Yvonne, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm glad to have you because we were just chatting about your business. And you know what? I think it's a good topic for people to hear. So Yvonne, would you explain to our audience a little bit about who you are? Well, I am a women's business strategist. I work with a lot of a lot of women um, to help build their business. And one of the things um, as women is that we have this urge to help and to nurture. And sometimes that keeps us from making money. Um, we get caught in, you know, I'm here to help as opposed to I'm here to prosper. And you can do both. Um, I, I remember the very first coach I had and we were talking, you know, that that ideal client thing. And she said, do you want your ideal client to have money? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and she said, how are you going to have a right. business? People can't pay you. Right? right. If you you know, people are not going to value you if you give things away. And so I think the simplest the simplest model model that I've seen is if you think of a, um, an upside down triangle. On one, one corner of the triangle is kind of the heartfelt, I would do this for nothing kind of feeling. And on the other corner is the person that is only doing it for the money. And at the bottom is kind of the burnout, the non-success. The person that isn't willing to charge for what they do is not going to be in business and is not going to prosper. The person that is only doing it for the money is, is not going to do a good job. And, you know, and so you have to find a way to um, be able to charge for what you're worth. And what, what I tell people a lot of times is, first of all, you're setting an example that you can be a success, you can have abundance and a heartfelt business. But also what you do with the money afterwards is up to you. If you decide to give it all away to charity, that's fine and you're helping even more people, right? Right, but, I, I, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to have that money to, to donate and give away, to tithe, uh, to work for the charity or to bring people in your home. Right. If right. you want to help friends and family, if you don't have a roof over your head and your lights aren't on and it's not warm in the wintertime, you can't shelter anybody. Right. You know, and that's but very I, important. I, I think I want to take a step back even before we get to making money and profit. And I think one of probably one of the most important things um, that I talk about in my my video course that that I want your um, audience to be able to, to get is it's called Accelerate Productivity and Profit with One Small Change. And the one small change um, is not what you think. It's not a magic pill. But basically what it is, is what do I want to be remembered for? What do I want my legacy to be? Because if you can, you know, base your business and your life and they should be, have the same um, values and the same mission kind of, um, that, then you can navigate all the things that are going to happen to you in business and the decisions that you have to make and the things that don't work. I mean, you can be resilient and pick yourself up and say, okay, you know, this didn't work but I'm still a little bit closer to where I want to go. And so that is probably the most important thing is you don't want to build a business that you hate or that you feel, you know, swarmy because you feel like you're trying to sucker somebody into something. No. Right? 
No, it's and that. So I think that's the same when you're talking a, as a hospice worker. When I or when I worked in in home care, and I even volunteered, it's there's the story that person's story they're leaving behind, and many times they didn't have a legacy for their family. You know, so what is your family going to tell about you? What's the story that your family is going to remember? They're not going to remember the wonderful things you did or the great dad or husband that you were because they're worried about, you know, do they not have anything to prepare for what's next uh, in that family? There's no money there. Uh, there's no there there or what it, you know, you're telling them what that is. And then in business, it's, you know, exactly how you're saying that. Uh, were you a heart-centered entrepreneur? Did you leave that business legacy there so people will want to expand upon it and we'll be talking about it and we'll be sharing that business? You know, think about the other employees or the family members that'll be taking it over. There's so much to think about. How do you kind of narrow that down uh, when we're talking about it as a heart-centered entrepreneur? This this sounds really you know, this is just my opinion. And my opinion is we talk about legacies and it's something that's kind of far off, but I think about legacy as something that happens every day. You know, when you wake up in the morning and you have decisions to make, it's like, how is this going to help me get there? How is this? And I find that sometimes the smallest lessons have the biggest impact on me. Um, you know, just a really simple one was one time I was in the airport and I was standing next to somebody who, uh, a gentleman who was um, developmentally, developmentally delayed. And I was like, he was like, look at this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, and I was like, I want to, I'm tired of standing here. I want to get on the plane. I'm tired. And when we sat down on the plane, he was in the row ahead of me, like on the other side. And he had a picture of a fish. And he was like, see my fish, see my fish. And everybody was like ignoring him and just, you know, and this one lady, I mean, it's not like when you're getting on the plane, you can actually rush in. I mean, it's like, right, not like right. you were going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And this one lady stopped and she had the most wonderful conversation with him for the 30 seconds that she was there. She's like, oh, my son likes to fish. What kind of fishing were you doing? And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a horrible person. I could have done that you know right and, right and that made his day and that lady will change my life she doesn't know that but she did um my father who lived to be 94 when he died people like came out of the woodwork to tell me stories about him and the sad part was i think is that I did not get to enjoy those stories as they were happening because mm -hmm. we were so hyper-focused on education and a career and that kind of thing. And so I would say you're never, you're never gonna be finished, right? And so you have to build legacy every day in the things that you do. Well, absolutely. It's and it's those touch points when you talk about uh, the the gentleman getting on the plane and he's he's so excited about his fish and the lady took a moment and, and it's in those moments and those touch points. And now you realize that, oh, I miss that opportunity. But now uh, if I'm on the plane and I talk to him now, I can try to. Now mm -hmm. I can engage him just for a moment. And it's, it's what, you know, in, in that legacy, but you're building that legacy every day. So all those touch points will be remembered when you have that thought. And now that, that lady that had the conversation about the fish, she will remember 
the person that she talked to. He will remember her. And you witnessed that you will remember Mm -hmm. her. And that's again, leaving that legacy of that touch point of the moment. And now you're talking about it. So expand upon all those touch points and Mm -hmm. those moments in the simplicity of every day as who we are. And as a a heart-centered person, we do that and we hear about it so much, so cliche, heart-centered business, this, that, and the other. Well, what does it really mean, right? It means to be able to converse. It means to build relationships. And it means to not only leave those stories, but if if we can be in that story for just that moment, that story will be expanded upon and you can remember it. It's so much better than just a picture. Mm-hmm. It's so much better than a social media moment. You remember that and other people have engaged in that moment as well. Well, it's, mm-hmm. you know, the other thing that that I think is that, you know, one of my own, at least I try to make it, one of the things I do is, you know, when I talk to somebody, I want them to leave and be better. I want them to leave with something, whether they're going to be my client or not. And, you know, I've been in situations where, you know, somebody's talking to you and it becomes obvious you're not going to buy what they want. They're like, okay, well, great. Let's, you know, and it's like, you know, that's not what I want. I mean, I want to leave it so that if you need me, contact me. I mean, I, I, just before COVID or just the beginning of COVID, I, um, I said, I had a, I had a, a, a kidney stone and I passed out. I was septic and I woke up in the hospital and everybody was, they were all in these bio suits and I was running a, a temperature of 102 and it's like, I've been kidnapped. I'm on, you know, I'm with aliens. I'm on a spaceship. ET right? phone home. Oh my gosh. And when I got out, I was, I would, most of my clients were nonprofits right and they basically lost their funding they couldn't pay their staff they couldn't and i said to my clients i said i was here for the good times i want to be here for the bad times i want you know and i coached a bunch of them for a while without getting paid because you know the work that they were doing was really important right and you know some of them were schools and some you know and you know it 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 I couldn't do it indefinitely, but at the time when they had to make some really hard decisions, I wanted to be there to help them. And so that to me is the way that I want to be remembered. Yes, I want to be abundant. I want to be highly successful, but I also want don't want to be the person that people are like, well, you know, she charges by the minute, you know, kind of right, thing. Right. Um, and I think it's also, I think it's also a combination of what you do with the money. Right. Well, that's huge. That's huge. And yeah. we, we talked about that, you know, in 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 being able to fulfill that purpose and having that passion in order to tithe or build the community or have the charities, the money's got to come from somewhere. And and if you want to flip the script and turn that 99% towards the 1% that has the money, you can't do that if you're manifesting abundance and then you say, Whoa, don't come in. Don't come in yeah. here. I want I want abundance, but I'm not going to take it in this form it, it the universe truly just gives it to us uh, the way that we can receive us receive it anywhere however we can if it's good if it's moral if it's ethical and you bring that in when you talk about charities those are good places to share your money with and how can you do that if you're not working right woke doesn't mean broke 
you, right. you, you need to be able to share and open the door up for the opportunity. And, and how does that reflect your clients when you're saying, Hey, you know what? I, I, I mean, it's got to just establish such a wonderful, generous connection that you're saying, Hey, I can help you a little bit here. I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit more. I promise this much, but I'm going to give you this much more of the bounty. And then, you know what, when it's time, then, then you will reciprocate as well. Right. And, you know, I think also if you do it, not with the idea that it's going to be reciprocated, but because it makes you a better person, because you're living by the way that, you know, you want to go through life. And probably one of the things, I mean, I remember a long time ago, I said to a friend of mine, I wish I was more generous. I, w I would like to be a generous person. Right. And I don't feel like I'm generous. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you know, I have my mother's thing about not, you know, holding every, you know, holding a penny till it cries, you know, um, kind of thing. And, it, you know, and she said, she said to me, I think you're one of the most generous persons I know. You are constantly giving of your time and your ideas and your, and, and so I think sometimes we have to redefine what generosity is and yes. what, you know, I mean, we, we have a definition that may be an old definition, you know, that comes from, you know, our, um, our limiting beliefs and there's so many ways. And so for me, that's one of the things that's really important. I want to give you as much information that's going to help you, you know, so that I can give of my time and I can give of my expertise and stuff like that. Um, until I get to a point that I could have possibly have a foundation and give, you know, and, and the other thing, when I, when I taught money management, I would say, you know, certain things are not about the quantity. So saving is not about the amount. And the same thing is true with generosity. You know, it's not about a certain dollar amount. It's the act. Right. right? right. So if you, if you're able to give a dollar and you give a dollar, then that's being generous at where you are right now. Right? Oh, a hundred percent. Because you, you want to give what you can, but you don't want to give so much that you now are suffering. Right. You right. want to, well, you want to give what you, you can and, and you are able to, whether it's the dollar or maybe you can give, you know, Hey, I don't know, furniture, or you can drive somebody mm -hmm. to an appointment. You're still giving. Uh, in so many different ways, as you mentioned before, and give what you can, because you don't want to lose, you know, give away the farm, but you want to reciprocate in the sense that other people want to give to you too. And we forget that when we talk about heart-centered businesses and healing and energy uh, exchanges, we forget that if I give you a ride somewhere and somebody gives me the $5 and you say no, well, that's what they have, or that's how they give. So we have to be able to accept those gifts and the ways and the forms that they come to us uh, in the generosity uh, so we can continually move that cycle and, and prosper in any way. Well, it's interesting because my sister said to me once, when I give things away, it makes me feel rich because I feel like I'm putting things in a place where they, they're needed and they can be used. And I thought that is such a great way, you know to think about it. And I remember at the time I was trying to, I was switching businesses and I was, I had a lot of adult education material and it was like, Oh, you know, and I was doing absolutely none of that. And I found somebody that was doing adult educate and I took like six crates of stuff. 
You know, and they were like, thank you. Oh my God, this is wonderful. This is great. And I was like, oh, I feel so good. And I've got all this space in my office now, you know? So it, right. it really, it really is. Um, it's not a static thing. No, 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 it's not that. And the beauty, when I share with my clients, I say, Hey, if you take the time to clean out your closet, you are giving it to somebody that can use those, those clothes or those shoes. And you think about it that way, but you're also pulling the skeletons out of your closet mm -hmm. and everything that you hid in there and crammed in there for so long that the <laughs> door's ready to push open. Um, so bring that out, address what needs to be addressed, just get rid of it. Or even sometimes it's too much to bear, have somebody else come in and help you out. But oh, when yeah. you do that, you can now organize, you can repaint, you can bring drawers in, and that means you can bring new clothes in and new shoes. So you're making room for more into your life yeah. and, and, and allowing that change to happen. And so there's so many different ways to profit, uh, to prosper and, and to have a good life and to share uh, yourself in a heart space and to, you know, elevate your business as well. Yvonne, where can people find you? Um, they can get my mini course at productivitycoach.today. Um, and one of the things that I will say to you is I'm getting ready to do a, a free weekly call that's going to be starting soon. So if you pick up the course, you'll get on my list and I can let you know about that. It'll be once a week on Thursdays. Um, we're going to do a productivity tip. We're going to come up with a plan of action. We're going to do a little networking and just have some fun to help you grow your business. And I'm very excited because um, I'm, you know, I, the idea that I can just be open and let anybody come in is exciting to me. Oh, that's awesome. And I'll have that information folks down on the video. I'll also have it in any audio format, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, uh, all of Yvonne's information will be clickable and you'll be able to access it so you can join as well and, and move into that and leaving that great legacy. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Oh, thank you. This has been a, a lot of fun.